Hello, welcome to the Daily Scrub Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Blair O'Hara coming to you from Melbourne. Hope you're having a great day wherever you're from. And I just want to give a shout out to my international listeners. I've got mostly Australian listeners, um, but I just wanted to give a rundown of some of the countries that listen in and and say thanks to you. Uh, So we've got uh, people from the United States, we've got people from Canada, we've got people from Norway, we've got people from Tunisia, we've got people from Spain, people from Ireland, people from Mexico, people from Brazil, um, and a few others, and that just absolutely blows me away to think uh, that this is a relatively new podcast and we're um, getting people listening in. So thank you to you all for tuning in wherever you are and uh, putting up with the Aussie accent that uh, I have. So thanks so much for listening and I'm glad you're enjoying the scrub. So today's podcast is about payoff and when we scrub, when we try and improve ourselves and develop, you know, it's really hard to notice the payoff because what happens is the change can be, it can be quick and it can be drastic and it can be exuberant and super happy type feeling and provide immediate relief. Um, you know, it's definitely coming from, you know, bad situations out of that into, you know, just being kind of normal again. And if you keep going along that path, what tends to happen is it just starts to feel normal. And so you don't really notice the benefits that you're creating in yourself because it just becomes part of your... Um, daily way of life, daily way of feeling. And it's only when you stop doing the things that have got you there do you realize, oh, okay, I'm kind of not feeling great. And you you can feel where you can, and you kind of start to work out why that's happened. And it can take uh, a short amount of time if you're really tuned into your body and your mind, or it could take a couple of weeks before you go, oh boy, I'm in a real slump here. I need to and get back to my scrubbing routines and and uh, get everything balanced and feeling good again. And I noticed this myself when I was doing a 90-day clean eating um, challenge that I self-inflicted on myself last year from about April to June. And that involved uh, several things, but one of them was alcohol. Uh, So this would be by far the longest time, probably in the last 20 years, that I would go without having a drink of alcohol. And at that point, I wasn't drinking heaps of alcohol at all. Um, So, but, you know, it was kind of like you'd have one every other week or, you know, catching up with friends and... So it was definitely still part of my life and something that I hadn't thought of letting go of. And it also involved cutting down on my ice cream addiction, uh, my sweet tooth with chocolates and other kind of sweets, um, you know, 
and not so many bready, carby products and coffee, So, which I'd already kind of got out of the system. Um, so that wasn't a big deal. But all those things combined, I remember I, bet I was about two way two-thirds of the way through this 90-day challenge and I was feeling good but I wasn't feeling amazing anymore it just felt like like I always you know look you know I felt kind of good and steady and sharp most of the time and I went over to a friend's barbecue my best friends and and we, they were having wine and cheese and all the good stuff beers everything and I you know they knew what I was doing so they didn't put any pressure and they're really great about it and um, and they said, how are you feeling? And I said, fine. Any different? I said, no. And then they said, oh, if that was, if you were, I w you know, we, we'd probably join you in, in doing this. But if it doesn't feel any different, then, you know, why would we? And that kind of stuck in my mind because uh, it wasn't until after the challenge, it wasn't until probably later on in the year when I'd kind of got back on the, the treats and I still hadn't, I'd had a few, um, you know, nights with alcohol and um, <clears throat> carbs and everything. So what, so that, that, that kind of got me feeling really great up until about August, September. And then I kind of started eating kind of whatever I wanted again. And by kind of Christmas time, I'd felt, I definitely had felt the difference. Like I'd felt, um, you know, I'd put on a bit more weight. I wasn't as fit. I wasn't as strong. I wasn't as sharp in the mind. And I, I, I knew the difference. Like I'd lived the difference. So in fact, those months without had made me feel amazing, but it had become my new normal. And because there's so many temptations out there, you kind of, well, I'll have that. And the next day I'll have that, or I might have that again. And you just don't, um, you just don't realize what it's doing. So, and then we kind of ebb and flow around this kind of happy level that we accept ourselves as where we want to be. So we kind of fluctuate around that midpoint about what's acceptable for us and what's not acceptable for us. And obviously that is different to everybody. Um, somebody's level of fitness might be super, super high. And so they have to gym it every day and they have to look absolutely ripped and shredded and everything. And along with that goes a whole lifestyle of supplements and other things and, you know, discipline around food. And someone others acceptable might just be, you know, small belly, um, you know, no definition, but can walk to work and play with their kids. That might be their acceptable level of fitness, right? So, they ebb and flow around that, they, they, you know, so I think you get what I mean. So um, with our scrubbing efforts, um, you know, when we stick to them, it can only go one way. And the exciting part is getting in the habit of building the momentum in the right direction and sticking with that allowing yourself some windows to indulge um, if you feel like it, but then being able to quickly go back to your practices so you can um, 
you know, make it an adventure for yourself. You know, your life is, is an adventure and a journey. And once you wake up to what's good for you in all aspects, then uh, I feel like it's important to just to keep going and take that as far as you, you want to go, you know, you want to go. So if feeling just good, solid, happy, getting through everything is is enough, great. If you want to really kind of start to tip into some, you know, experiences that are unusual and, you know, quotation marks, spiritual or mystical, then you just kind of keep going down the path and you, you develop your breath work and you develop meditation practice and you understand how energy works in the body and um, what's going on with our auras and frequencies and things like that because they're real phenomena and they're not just uh, woo-woo as they say. So, but always remember that that, the other thing about payoff is not just like the, the... view of it over say the course of a year the benefits come way later as well so if you can maintain this for years your quality of life post say 60 into your 70s 80s is going to be far far better than the average person who you know indulges just simply too much and and disease sets in and and they just yeah, it's not necessarily their fault. They just haven't had any awareness of how to make improvements. And if they were thinking about it, they they never had someone or a mechanism to really push them out of where they were into uh, somewhere better. And this reminds me of a story someone told me about. He may have heard it. It's quite well known about kids that were, that were an experiment and kids were given the option of eating one marshmallow now or two marshmallows if they waited say 20 minutes and I think the stats were like most of the kids took the marshmallow straight up um, and you know a handful of kids took the marshmallow um, later and then got an extra bonus so it's not easy to um keep working at things when there's not an obvious immediate payoff and and so we just need to keep that in mind as well that when we scrub when we do this work there is a payoff now because our body is generally less stressed feeling better your mind is sharper but the payoff way later it's not a high like eating it you know or some ice cream or um, you know, having two or three beers and you get that 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 fuzzy, you know, I can do anything feeling, happy feeling. So, but the payoff down the road is just you can do this for much longer without you know serious health problems and and you know um. I did some work with with Epworth Hospital, which is one of the major hospitals in Melbourne, and they they're they're expanding at a rapid rate to to create more beds, 
um, yes, there's a big population, but two, um, more people are getting sick and chronically sick, so they have to have stays in hospital overnight. So um, everyone's happy just to walk past and indulge um, and mentally as well. Um, you know, it's becoming more clear that high sugar intake is related to things like Alzheimer's and other mental deterioration problems. And also worth noting is in kind of ancient cultures, ancient traditions, it was really important that the health of the el like the people that were older in the societies were mentally clear because they had the wisdom that the young didn't. And these elders, old you know, in these tribes had to have that mental clarity, otherwise that wisdom would die or the wisdom would be confused. And so it was critical that they still had their wits about them into their old age so they could take that wisdom that's been not found on Google, not recorded onto a computer or your iPad, right? It's it's in the minds. Uh, it's, there's no paper. You know, you may have written on a stone or a, or a wall somewhere. But effectively, you had to sh keep it in your mind, keep the context in mind, and be able to communicate that well enough so the next generation could totally understand it and... You know, in many cases, these things were life or death, uh, life or death knowledge, right? So, um, so they would, they would, uh, and that was part of the knowledge to to pass on. Don't do this, this, and this, and do this, this, and this. So when you get to an older age, you know, and the life expectancy back then was like thirty or 35, because there's wars, there's no medicine, etc. So if you did get to 50, right, you had this knowledge and you had to be able to communicate that to the young in a completely coherent state. Um, and here we've lost that because everything's kind of recorded and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I don't know about you, but I've had, you know, loved ones and relatives take on dementia and stuff like that. It's awful. Yeah, it's an awful thing to go into a room with someone and and they've known you since you were the day you were born and they can't remember your name, you know. Um, so, um, and I know from my family, it was 100% tied to diet, you know. So another thing to keep in mind in terms of that payoff, um, the work you're doing now, it's going to create benefit now and it's going to create benefit later. You know, the highs, the super highs that we indulge in now are going to create highs now, but they're going to create lows later. So that is something to keep in mind. So you've got to keep some balance about you when you're making decisions about the inputs that you put into your body, the food that you put in, the thoughts that you take in, the images that you take in, the influences that you take on, all of these things you uh, need to be the guardian of for your own well-being. And you're the only one that is on the gate of your mind and the gate of your mouth to 
judge what's worthy for you. Okay, so don't forget that. So a little bit of a lengthy podcast today. I hope you've uh, taken something out of it. And, you know, just in summary, payoffs can be both short-term and long-term. Um, and that's why decisions now are super important. Okay, so just to wrap up, um, again, if you're in Melbourne next Tuesday night, it's coming around really quick, uh, the 7th of May in Paran at Reiki and Wellness. I'll be doing this live, live workshops, meditations, mindfulness, um, and it's going to build over five weeks and the people that come are going to have a transformational experience. I, I can confidently predict that. It's going to be awesome. So if you are in town, come along. Uh, again, follow us on Daily Scrub Podcast and... If you like the podcast and you're on iTunes, please rate us and review. I'd love to get your feedback. So that's it for tonight. Uh, enjoy your day and wherever you're listening from. And we'll be back with you tomorrow.